Welcome to the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith, and you can almost hear us giggling already, <laughs> because today's request comes to us from Brandy, who, in fact, heard last week's podcast and decided that, yes, we should do our top 10 hunky actors list. Yep. So we're doing that. Of course we're doing because that. Because it's been asked for. Because we said we would if it was asked, and it literally took three days, and I was asked. Did you get so, any of the other suggestions or just top 10 hunky actors? That was that was a first. Okay. So, not because I don't want to tip our hand immediately, but... Uh, but that was the one that came in immediately, or first, and yeah. thus we decided we had to do it. Yeah. Sean and I kind of resigned ourselves, even as we finished recording last week, we're like... As Dave was leaving, he's like, so do we just accept that we're doing that and prep our list? <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> So uh, here we are, doing our top ten list of hunky actors. Well, to be fair, man crush actors. Totally. So, I get that. Yeah. Sure. Anybody who is comfortable enough with themselves can talk about their man crushes. And as 154 episodes of this podcast has probably proven by this point, we are very comfortable with ourselves. We have no shame. Nope. Or very little shame. Yeah, there's shame. (laughs) But it's not. This is. This my is God, I wish Michael Fassbender was on my list so I could have segued off of that. That would have been fantastic. He came so close. Both him and Tom Hardy were short on the short list. Oh, yeah. But neither of them made it. No. Nope. Too foreign. As soon as we opened up to all time, yeah. as opposed to just modern, like as of right now, yeah. my list got a lot harder. Absolutely. Now, I actually had to text Sean and ask, is it, like, living actors, or is this all time? Because that that would have definitely changed things. Yeah. Without tipping my hand, one, three of my, well, ten plus two honorable mentions... As is tradition. ...are dead. So, you know, it was just inevitable. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Yeah. So, is there anything you want to talk about before we get started? Because I do have something... If you want. I mean, I was just going to... From my point, a lot of the times we have a hard time deciphering. It's like the questions are somewhat ambiguous, and so it's up to our interpretation. But this one, it's like, who are your man crushes? Yep. So that's kind of... There's no preamble for me. Okay, great. As I was doing my research, I came across a BuzzFeed quiz as to (laughs) which Hollywood heartthrob suited me the best. And so, Dave, you know that I took this, right? Obviously. I mean, I had to. Uh-huh. Because, yeah. Yeah. It was five questions long, which I feel is totally long enough to get a true sense of what kind of person I like. 100%. And I got Warren Beatty. Okay. He is not on my list. Mm-hmm. He was not on my short list. Uh-huh. But their reasoning was fairly sound because he seems fun. Okay. Now, would this quiz be easily accessible? Are you wanting to do it right now? I think we probably have to do this. Okay, so it was the Who is Your Classic Hollywood Soulmate yep. quiz. And it turns out that I also got Warren Beatty. As if we needed further proof as to why A, we are friends, and B, we do the podcast together. Totally. So. We're Beatty bros. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> exactly. So if anybody out there listening. Wants to figure out who yours is and report back to us. Yeah, please do. Go at to the Sean BuzzFeed. Cord, yeah. At David Ron. Go I, to BuzzFeed. 
Yeah, at guys from podcast. Yep. And go to BuzzFeed and look up the, what, what the who is your your classic Hollywood soulmate. soulmate. Yep. Let us know. There was like seven questions. Yeah. It was super fast. Super fast. And super easy. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe you'll get Warren Beatty too. Ooh. Maybe everybody's is just Warren Beatty because <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's always <laughs> Warren Beatty. I mean, he is pretty classic. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Good way to kick off this man crush list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So before we started the podcast, we had a cheese grading competition, Mm -hmm. which I obviously won. Clearly. Because cheese. Yeah. That makes no sense. But anybody who knows us is like, yes, that does make sense. Yeah, of course Sean won a cheese grading competition. Right. Sean, just never mind. So. Well, what's your favorite type of cheese grater? I have three different types. Not including the ones that are for specifically hard cheese, like Parmesan. Oh, because I was going to say, I only have, like, I have the one that they use in Italian restaurants where you have the Parmesan or the, the right. Romano with, like, the little handle on the wheel. Yeah. I have that one, and I love that one, but it's for hard cheese. You can't yeah. use that for cheddar. No. That's way too soft. It just gets gummed up. Yeah, I like the the trapezoid one with the, like, the, the four different grades. Ah, uh, yep. But I only ever really use two of them. I don't use the three slots, and I don't use the really, really fine one, because that one... That's essentially for hard cheese again. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a bitch to clean. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. yeah. So that's – I also have one. It's just like the the mini slots for like cheddar cheese where you want the long pieces. Oh, yeah. Yep. I have one that you just hold and it works really well it, like for putting on eggs or something where you only need oh, a sure. little bit of the cheese. Yep. Yeah. Which okay. is which one is your, is your favorite? Uh, I have one that comes with a bunch of different settings and it goes directly into a bowl. And it means that you basically can alter the angle so you can go a little bit faster, which is obviously why I want the contest. Obviously. But the trapezoid is also nice. I also yeah. just have just plain, like, one single handle. Like you were talking yeah. about, handle with whatever, and then it's interchangeable. Sure. Oh, yep. interesting. Very cool. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Well, it's a hard-hitting podcast, Dave. It really is. That's Full what... of all the things you need to hear. Yeah. And to influence your life. <laughs> anyway, back to our man crushes. Yeah. Obviously why you're here. Clearly. So my first honorable mention is Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. Hannibal. There's, like, you just, you can't take... I love Hannibal. I love everything about the series Hannibal. He is immaculately dressed Mm -hmm. in that. And Mm -hmm. there's just, there's that dignity and there's that otherworldliness and everything. So I just, I had to throw that into honorable mentions. That's fair. Yeah. I was looking through... IMDb of like list of actors and list of hunky actors and just kind of whatever I could do to get a... It's surprising how many of those there is, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I wanted a fairly well-researched list here. I didn't want to just throw this together. Yeah. I didn't want to offend anybody, so... I think, honestly, and I'm not making this up, I think I did more research for this one than I have for the past three or four movie lists, just because movie lists for me are just going to my IMDb ratings as right. I had them all set up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had the list at work, and somebody was looking at it. I was like, uh-uh, no, not yet. It's not done. <laughs> they also didn't know what was. They just saw a list of attractive men. Yep. So, but yeah, I saw Mads Mikkelsen on there and figured he might be somewhere on yours, probably an honorable mention. Yep. Um, I just, I'm not, I'm such a fanable. It's hard to pass that up. Sure. It, that makes perfect sense yeah. to me. And I love everything that he does. Like, when I see that Mads Mikkelsen is in something, I will check it out. Sure. So, and that's also something that I think played into the placements on my list. Where that's perfect yeah. sense. Actually, yeah, that I, I totally get that. So, my honorable mention, my first honorable mention, is kind of cheating. Kind of. 
but technically he has been in things mostly as himself. It's Tom Brady. Yeah. He's not really an actor. No. But he's been in movies and well, was he in has Entourage. taken a few dives. I'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Say what you will, you have seen him flop a bit. Yeah. Yeah. All but quarterbacks I mean, flop. Exactly. He's done some terrible commercials. He was in oh. Entourage once or twice. He was in, apparently he's in Ted 2. And he was also in Stuck on You as like computer nerd. And so I was like, oh, that's an actual credit, not just himself. It so I'm, counts I'm now. counting this. He has an IMDb page. I'm counting it. Anyway, so. Fine. He's been in stuff. So I'm, that's that's my cheat of the entire list. This was the only one I cheated on. So. Okay. Anyway, it's Tom Brady. Such a bad <laughs> Okay, yes, but he's also very attractive. He's a good-looking dude. Sure, but if he was the Cleveland Browns quarterback, would he be on this list? Oh, no. I did consider Dan Marino, but I don't think Dan Marino's as good a, as good-looking as Tom Brady. Okay. Yeah, and I'm not a Dolphins fan. I just true. Anyway. <laughs> Ah, you, no, you had to know it was coming. Yeah, and if we don't say it, maybe no one will suggest what we're both thinking is probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. So my second honorable mention is Denzel Washington. And I'm thinking, like, early 90s, mm-hmm. Malcolm X through Philadelphia Glory. Era. Yeah. 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 Another one. I feel like our lists are going to be very similar, but not, like, in the sense that Shortlisted for you, but for me, makes him an appearance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I saw I saw Denzel on there and thought, oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah, okay, but just didn't quite make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, and that's a good era for Denzel. Like he's getting yeah. a little. What what did you say? Oh, through Philadelphia. Yeah, which yeah. is like ninety three. So yeah, it came out. He, Tom Hanks won that the year before he won for Forrest Gump, right? Because right, Forrest Gump's ninety four. Yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. I can. Yeah, that's kind of the right era. Because, like, once you get into training day and everything, he's getting a little older. You know, he's still... Still handsome. Still a handsome guy, but just not quite as... I don't know. And that's also the time, again, talking about how I did placement, that's also the time where all of his movies started to run together for me. Mm. It's like, I'm John Q and training day, and it's just, okay, you're doing essentially the same thing again and again. Whereas Glory to... Uh, Malcolm X yeah. to Philadelphia, there was more diversity mm-hmm. in the role there. Yeah, and now he's just kind of a tough guy. Like, you know, he's in Training Day, and then what was the safe house? You know, And all of that, they're good. Yeah. And he's good in them. It's just he started to do the same thing for a little while, mm-hmm. and now that he's gotten older, he is doing different stuff again. Fences, sure. we've talked about Fences yep. before for Golden Globes, mm-hmm. and we will probably talk about it again next week. Oscar time. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. Just that's not the time period. And this is the thing. Like, a lot of these are kind of very specific movies or very specific time period when, you know, just that way there's a little bit of context here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That way, whenever we have to do the other side of this, when we talk about The Fox Made Marion, that's only going to make sense if we talk about that movie. Because if we don't mention that movie, like, what else did she do? Some weird commercials and stuff? Like, it's just. It's gonna be weird that I have two cartoon characters on my animated win- or on my uh, female crush. I will list. be amazed if it's only two. That's fair. <laughs> I would be amazed. But I like off the top of my head, I can think of two immediately. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that. <sighs> Robot from Wally. <laughs> <Ten. laughs> 
Moving right along, because yep. we're going to get bogged down, and then we're just going to pigeonhole ourselves some more. Yep. Except, never mind. Uh, I was, nope. 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 I'm just kidding. Lee Van Cleef is my other honorable mention. All right. Lee Van Cleef, good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep. Um, it is not going to be, there's going to be a theme moving down this list fairly close to the bottom where I talk about eyes, and that was one of the questions on the BuzzFeed thing was, oh, yeah. what feature do you like most in the mail, and one of them was piercing eyes, I think, yeah. was the term, and I'm a sucker for eyes. Well, you literally did not see all of the choices. You were just like, eyes, Yeah, let's exactly. Keep going. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. great. It's like my menu ADD. I find something that I fixate on, and then I'm like, that's that's the answer. Yep. I'll kind of give a cursory glance to everything else, but like when I when I find the thing that I'm like, nope, that's the one, that's the yep. one I go with. So um, anyway, leave it, leave it, leave and cleave, good, the bad, and the ugly. Great performance, but mostly like he's mustache there's a few mustaches on here that i kind of like too. <laughs> um but it's the eyes like there's something they call him angel eyes in the movie right so yeah. there's something about that and so it's like he didn't warrant getting a higher nod but was, I, I i saw him on my list i was like yeah yeah all right and he's better looking than either clint eastwood or eli wallach so yeah a lot of the historical lists that i was going through again mm-hmm plethora of research to make sure this list was thorough. Sure. Uh, a lot of them did have young Clint Eastwood on it. Really? And I just was... There's a part of me that's like, I can kind of see it, and then the rest of me, all I can think of is old man yelling at empty chair. And that's just, that's kind of ruined the mystique of the man with no name. Well, and in a, yeah, there is something to be said about the man with no name, but, you know, even thinking back to, like, Dirty Harry and Magnum Force, I mean, he's not young by, at that point, but he's yeah. not the old man we know now. And even then, I'm just like, ah. What? Like, and I've seen his first appearance. I don't remember which. It was like a Harryhausen movie or something okay. like that. And I don't remember which one it is. But he just, he plays a fighter pilot. Right. And he's early, mid-20s. Right. Sure. Handsome, like, great jawline. Yeah. Handsome-looking fella. But still is the old man that yelled at the chair in, yeah. in the 2012 RNC thing. That was the Republican National Convention. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Well, because that was Obama. The yeah, chair... oh, I remember. Yeah. I just couldn't remember what the context was, but I thought it was the it RNC. It was actually the convention. Yikes. Yeah. Ah, oh, Clint. I saw him... I was I was watching the the Pebble Beach Pro-Am on Mute on Sunday because I was at, at the Saddle Dome and it was just oh, yeah. on, on TV while I was killing time before the game started. And uh, and he was being interviewed by CBS. And, was, and like, all I could think about was, oh, Clint, you yelled at that chair. Yeah. And it's, like, That's I like... Four and a half years ago now? Yeah. Yeah. I like the actor, and I like a lot of the stuff he's done, but he's also the old man who yelled at the chair. Yep. Like, he might as well be old man yells at Cloud. <laughs> Can't you just use this recent photo? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Clint, I like Clint, but he never warranted being on my my list yeah that's fair so (laughs) you know there was a part of me before you got here when i was thinking man are we gonna be able to fill an hour with this (laughs) ah sweet (laughs) my number 10 yeah is higher on dave's list oh so i don't get to talk about him until later okay so my number 10 yep is carl urban yeah Good-looking dude. First time yep. I saw him was in Lord of the Rings. Sure. Where he played Aomir. Yep. Um, but, I mean, it's hard to tell in Lord of the Rings because, well, I guess he is a, a mortal or he's a, he's a man. Yep. But he still had the weird Rohan 
like pompadour hair, like helmet thing. And, yep. But like you look at him in Red, the the movie with um, uh, Bruce Willis and, and John oh, Malkovich, yeah, yeah. where Bruce Willis, Helen like, Mirren and yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he plays like the CIA agent who's tracking these guys down. Yeah. And you look at him in even like the Star Trek movies as Bones. I know he's not like he's kind of got that gruff, angry look to him. Yep. But yeah, it's like mostly Red, where he's wearing. The suit. Like one, another question on the on the, the BuzzFeed quiz yep. was, "What's the the most attractive thing a man can wear? A well fitted suit." Yep. And so, you know, he's he's a guy who like he he's not classically handsome, I guess, but there's something charming about him when he wears that, like when he's wearing a suit. And sure. So I was like, yeah, yeah. So he he had to be higher on my list because he's not or lower on my list, right. I guess, because he's you know he's not. He doesn't warrant getting further, but he certainly warranted an appearance. Okay, so, sure. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else I can say about Carl Urban. <laughs> this is a really probably weird... the longest you've talked about Carl Urban ever. ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Feeling real good about this list right now. Good. Yeah. I don't begrudge you your choice. No. He's a handsome man. He is a handsome man. He does... He makes interesting acting choices as well. Mm-hmm. He does random stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, sure. exactly. Good on him. And I think he's great as Bones. Yeah, he is a really good Bones. He's a good choice. My number nine, mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he was shortlisted on mine. Good yeah. Canadian kid. Yep. Is Reynolds on your list? No. Okay. I didn't think so. Another good Canadian kid, but I yeah. think Ryan Gosling's a better looking Ryan than Reynolds. Yeah, if we're comparing. I guess. Which I suppose comparing is Canadian this entire... Comparing Canadian Ryans. This entire podcast is essentially that, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, Ryan Gosling, I'm, did you watch Breaker High? No. Oh, you missed out. Did I? I mean, it was kind of a <laughs> formative... That pause told me everything <laughs> I needed to know. It was a formative part of being a Canadian teen, and I guess I watched it because my sister loved it. Okay. So I think it was a little bit before, probably a little bit before you, be but before also it was more directed at, like... Girls, I think, than guys, but I watched it because it was and no sister. So sure, it was a ridiculous concept, and Ryan Gosling was in that, and I was like, okay, cool, this guy, and then he just all of a sudden, a couple years after, he just exploded on the scene. Yeah, well, a little bit longer than yeah, a it actually years. took him a little bit longer. Like he slowly kind of meandered his way through there, and now he's got his own meme. Yeah, the hey girl meme is amazing. Now, while I was never really into Breaker High, I did watch a bit of Young Hercules, because okay. he was Young Hercules. Oh, okay. I remember him from Remember the Titans. Remember. Denzel? Which Denzel is in. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the reason he made my list is Drive. Sure. I love Drive. I, he was also great in the Ides of March. He's great in... Crazy Stupid Love? A lot of the stuff that he's done, actually. Yeah. It's hard to, like, stay the notebook... I'm not a big rom-com guy, but I appreciate The Notebook for what sure. it is. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, is it a rom-com or is it more just like a... Romantic movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big romantic movie sure. period guy. You mean I wasn't supposed to be laughing at all those things? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I got kicked out of the theater. <laughs> when they're crying in the rain? <laughs> Nobody could tell you're crying. It's raining. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what else he was in that I just discovered? He was in an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was his debut as an actor. Was it? Yes. I horror. We've, oh. we've talked about actors who made their debuts on Are You Afraid of the Dark. 
Amazing. Yeah. That was also a Canadian show, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, and, you know, you got some decent actors who have come from there, and Shannon and I were talking about the show recently, and yeah. I think she was the one who said that he was on it, but anyway, yep. Google something, was just like, there he is, there's Ryan Gosling, on a one about, like, being trapped in a radio or something. Yeah, I think that's what he was doing. I tried to watch it on YouTube, but it, the sound was terrible. Mm. Thankfully, at least one season is available on Netflix. Yeah. So there's that option. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... Gosling's a, a great choice. But yeah, like I still want his jacket from Drive. Do you, it's such oh it's yeah. such an awesome old school jacket with the scorpion on the back. He's so good in it. He barely speaks. It's a Nicholas Winding Refn film, so you have to kind of just go with it. Sure. That means nothing to Dave, but still. Yeah. And we'll probably be talking about Gosling again next week. Oh yeah. Because La La Land. Yep, that sounds about right. The film that's going to win. Yep. As far as I'm concerned. I'm really excited for next week because it's our Sean Does All the Research and I Do No Research podcast. <laughs> and we see who does better. Yeah. Well, Sean will do better, but we'll see how well I fare. Yeah. We'll see how well, if you can nail all of the short film categories again. Swept it last year, you guys. Yeah, crushed Trust it. me on this. I got this. <laughs> I'm going to go over this time. Over <laughs> My number nine is Viggo Mortensen. Okay. Particularly as Aragon. Sure. Um... Because I saw him, before I saw Lord of the Rings, I saw him in A Perfect Murder with Michael Douglas and Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yeah, He sure. plays the the affair with the, the mistress, sir, mister. The mister? The master, whatever. I don't know. The Gwyneth Paltrow's boyfriend. Yep. Um, and then he was in, what was the one, like he was in A History of Violence and he was in... Um, Boy, that was awkward. Yeah. The one about the horse. Uh, Hidalgo. Hidalgo. Yep. Like, so post Lord of the Rings, he did some stuff. That, but, like, I never really cared about those ones. But as Aragon, he's kind of perfect. And, like, he's yeah. got the long the long hair and, the like, the, you know, the... Well, but, you're, you're supposed to love Strider. You're well, supposed exactly. to. Yeah. He is the driving force of good, and you just feel for him. And Absolutely. He does all the right things, essentially. Yeah. So. Yeah, so he's just the guy that you're supposed to enjoy. And he's yeah. got the bum chin, and he's got the, like, the... He fly fishes. Does he? He sure does. On location, again, the behind-the-scenes Lord of the Rings stuff, on yeah. location, they had to stay out on a lake for a few days, and he just brought his rod. I'm like, I'm going to see if I can catch a fish. And he did. He got, like, a 27-inch brown trout or something in a lake. Amazing. With pictures of him. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, so, I mean, he's just, uh, just seems like a good dude and a cool guy. And, uh, you know, I'm a sucker for long hair. Okay. <laughs> It's just so hard to wrap these up. Like, how do you finish these? Like, everything else. Movies, like, oh, that's why I like it. It's like, here's reasons why I have a crush on this guy. Yep. It's working so far. It certainly is. Uh, my number eight is a man so handsome he was knighted. I'm kidding. It's Sir Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> Perfect. Like, Rebecca era Sir Lawrence Olivier. Stupidly handsome. Yeah. And one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah. So, how do I pass that up? Right. I'm slowly working my way through... Oh, no, wait. No, I was thinking... <laughs> I was thinking Lawrence of Arabia, and I'm like, wait, no, that's not No, that, right. that's that's Peter O'Toole. Yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking Lawrence and Lawrence. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good-looking dude. Like, he was a very handsome man, especially in the 40s. Yeah. Like, Hamlet era and all of the Shakespeare stuff he was doing during the war, and yeah. Just... Like, that's a classic 40s look. Yeah. You know, when you think about 
and like it's the black and white headshot and you think about the classic when you think about classic Hollywood actors you think about those kind of the, the soft focus yep. lighting and and like the shadowy headshots and everything like that and he's just got like that I don't know it's just a classic it's classically handsome, handsome. yeah, yeah. Like, and and does he climb up my list because of the actor he was? Sure. Sure. He, is he higher because of that? Yeah, definitely. Because I see Sir Lawrence Olivier in a film, I don't care what it says. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to probably see what this is. Because it's got Lawrence Olivier. Because it has Lawrence Olivier sure. in it. And there are people like that on my list further down that, or further up, however you want to do that. Yeah. Closer to the top, that because they're in it, I'll watch it. Like, even when he was playing Henry the Fifth. Mm-hmm. He has the stupid Henry V haircut. Yeah. Or fifth or... Yeah, Henry V. He has that terrible haircut. It's, it's awful. Like, no. It looks like a Beatles haircut. It, but shaved. Like yeah. shaved up and then a weird yeah, it's, bowl sort of... It's awful. Awkward. But still super handsome. Totally. And he's, he's great got the, Henry the, like the It's the chiseled, like the, the strong jaw. Yep. And I don't know. And again, he's got good eyes. He does. Yeah. You, you, you just, you need to see some more Sir Lawrence Olivier movies. Clearly. Then he Earlier will... ones, because you're probably thinking some of the later stuff where he's older. Still yeah. a distinguished gentleman. Yeah. Fine. But when he was young. Well, and in all trouble. honesty, Sean Connery just about made my list. And it's like any time period Sean Connery. Like, sure. as James Bond or as the guy in The Rock. Like, either way. Yeah. He's just right. a good looking dude, right? So sure. So there's some guys who get better with age. Yeah. Lawrence Olivier may not have aged as well as somebody like Sean Connery, but he still looked good when he was older. Yeah, so definitely did. Yeah. So that was my number eight. Okay. Sir my, Lawrence Olivier. My number eight is, we talked about him last week, I think, Michael Biehn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not really any particular time period. I like him because of Johnny Ringo and Tombstone. Okay, fair. Um, again, it's the mustache. He's got, like, the, the very well-groomed mustache. But yep. Kyle Reese and... and I'm fighting making a Super Troopers reference so hard every time you talk about mustaches. Like, I don't know our audience. I know our audience, but I don't know that well. Sure. So... So you don't want to offer anything? Yeah. That may have been offered by Ramathorn? Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I understand. Um, but yeah, Kyle Reese... Uh, sure. Like, there's just... Hicks. You haven't seen Aliens yet, but he's a key part oh, of Aliens. okay. Which yeah. makes sense, because that was a couple of years after Terminator, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he'd be... That'd be kind of right in his in his heyday. Yeah. I feel like Tombstone was... I'm sure he's still doing things, but he's just not as prevalent now. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's... What he has been up to. Yeah. So anyway, anybody who's... Like, he, he plays... Yeah, Kyle Reese in Tombstone. So he's the guy who comes back in time to save... Uh, Terminator. What is Tombstone? Tombstone. Dang it. I would watch the hell out of that version of Tombstone. <laughs> Kyle Reese comes back in time to save Tombstone from the Cowboys. <laughs> so all of a sudden you got Michael Bean as Kyle Reese with like Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer saving the saving Tombstone. Yeah, I'd watch that. That sounds I've, like I've also seen Tombstone, obviously. A, a but sci fi western. Yeah. I'm in. I'm all over that. So who can we get to make that? That I don't know. So after we make the guys from Blank, and after we make Time Boat, then we can make... Tombstone even... 2? Yeah. Back in Tomb? <laughs> I'll take a high five for oh, that. Oh, very nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> He's doing a lot of voice work now, okay. from the looks of it. Yeah. And some other, like, 
random B movie, yeah, like horror movies and stuff. Because I just feel like he never really. The eighties and early nineties was his heyday. Yeah, he just never seemed to really get. Because I I can never remember his name. Yeah, that's the sort of like he just never launched himself into a list, right? But when you see him, you like him. It's just like his role as Johnny Ringo was one of my favorite characters. Period. Yeah. But I just I can never remember who plays him. But I just know him as Johnny Ringo. But he did a lot of again. His heyday was eighties and nineties, mm-hmm. like Terminator, Aliens, Seventh Sign, The Abyss, Tombstone. Tombstone. He had a small part in in The Rock. Yep. Like was Jade. Yeah. Uh, Planet Terror. Oh, was he? Yeah, he okay. was also in Planet Terror. He plays the sheriff. Okay. So, but that's more what he's doing now is voice work and random stuff. It sounds like he might be back for an alien thing. Maybe oh, he okay. did Colonial Marines, which was unfortunate because that game was terrible. Uh-huh. But he's done some stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway, it's mostly Tombstone and Kyle Reese that kind of put That's him fair. on my list but also why because I feel like if I can't remember his name he can't be too high on my list so that's fair that's why I felt like he was good to slide in at number 8 yeah it's good here yeah I wish I could talk now but I can't because my number 7 is higher <laughs> on Dave's list I promise there's one that's higher on Sean's list than that's higher on mine so yeah. we'll get to that anyway uh, my number 7 is Mark Wahlberg okay Boston guy I mean my cousin if it hard if gun to his head not even gun to his head. If this was just like <laughs> this, my cousin would it would be number one for him for sure. Okay. Um, he's a good looking dude. He's well built. There's something about the accent. Kind of soft spoken. Yeah. It was in The Happening though. Yeah, I haven't seen The Happening. Yeah. Okay. But he's also been in a lot of like really good movies. No, he's True. been in like Two Guns with Denzel and yeah. you know, some Ted 2, which I haven't seen, but I saw the first one. I didn't think I needed to see the second one. I don't think you're missing anything. But then he's done some... My my brother, his biggest problem with Mark Wahlberg is he does all those movies where he be, kind of plays a nobody and then rises up to be a somebody. Yeah. Like uh, the one where he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, un, uh, Invincible? Yeah. I think. I think so. Yeah, and then like Rockstar, it was the same thing, and The yep. Fighter, it was the same thing. Like, So he plays a lot of these characters that become heroes. Whatever. He's got a niche, and it's fine. I did like Rockstar. I didn't mind Rockstar. Yeah. I liked The Fighter. I thought it was a great movie. Sure. Um, I liked, I enjoyed Ted. Like, I loved the the other guys. Was yeah, that, the one that with was Will fun. Ferrell? Like, that one just, I howled at that movie. So, you know, it was, he's he's a good looking dude. Sure. Yeah. Um, plus, I mean, he was Marky Mark. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Let's not forget the Good Vibrations video. Right? So. Okay. Just putting it out there. I think he might want to. <laughs> years ago when he first started acting my cousin always said if he another cousin of mine said that if he ever hosted a talk show and he got to, uh, to interview Mark Wahlberg the only questions he would ask him would be Marky Mark related questions oh. like when is the Funky Bunch putting out a new album and oh. <laughs> then he would never go back on his exactly. show funny though he went on he was on Inside the Actors Studio mm-hmm. and you know James Lips- Lipton does that thing at the end the Poirot not Poro. Peugeot? I can't remember. The questionnaire at the end, what's yep. your favorite blah, blah, blah. What's, yep. Yep. what's your favorite curse word, all of that. Uh, his, what is your least favorite word? And without missing a beat, he said, is Marky Mark a word? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just burst out laughing. 
You just won your crowd over. Yeah. Yeah, he seems like a cool dude. I he mean, does. like that's that's a way to that was his way of getting into the acting world, and it worked out for him. Sure. So you know, and he's done some really good stuff. Yeah. So you know, good on him. Great. Mm-hmm. My number six, Robert Redford. Sure. Sting era. Yeah. Yeah. So, young Robert Redford. I mean, Sting, the candidate, super handsome. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, All the President's Men was a little bit later, but even then, it was... Yeah. 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 He was... Wow. We will reveal things later. (laughs) But he was shortlisted on mine, but he lost out because of something else. Um, Which we'll talk about. Which we'll talk about. Which is fine. uh, Robert Redford, like, there's something... There's something so calming about him, I guess. Because he's a good-looking dude, but, like, even when he narrates A River Runs Through It... Yep. Like, his voice, he's just got that... He seems chill. Mm-hmm. It, he's one of those guys that you know he knows that he's handsome, yeah. but he's not the type that would put it in your face. I'm way more attractive than you. It's He seems more like the guy that's just there hanging out and would throw a football. Totally. And just, let's yeah. go watch a movie, have a beer, throw a football. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I appreciate that about him. Yeah. Because... And then acting choices. And then Sundance. Right? Sundance is hugely important. So that, and that obviously bumped him up the list a little bit too. That makes because sense. he's made tons of great choices. And the Sundance Film Festival is super awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. Redford, six. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, my number six was your number ten. Yes. Jack Houston. Yep. This is the reason why we're doing this list. <laughs> yeah. Because of last week. Yeah, he is. And... A couple weeks prior, because we talked about him again, yep. of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. So he's come up a few times. We had to know that it was coming. You guys had to know that he was going to be on here. Yep. We would have both been remiss had we not put him on here. Exactly. He's a good-looking dude. He is. I mean, it's hard to tell in something like, say, Boardwalk Empire, where he has half a face. Right. But. But you cared so much about the other half of the face. <laughs> you cared so much about the character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That and he emoted so much that the audience fell in love with the character who was meant to be there for three or three four episodes. episodes. Yeah, so they had to bring him back and give him his own arc. And was there? For, well, I'm not going to say how long he's there for because I don't want to spoil that show yeah. for anybody who hasn't seen it. But he was there for more than three or four episodes, yeah. to say the least. And he's just an endearing character, and it's hard not to fall in love with Richard Harrow. Yeah, and as a result, like then you see Jack Houston, and he like. You know, he's a sort he's the sort of guy who can wear a tux anywhere and you just yep. don't give it a second thought. Yeah. He didn't make my list, but it, it was kind of the Titanic Billy Zane. Mm. Which mm-hmm. is like, yeah, Billy Zane. Totally. He was shortlisted for Dang. me. Dang. I didn't even think about Billy Zane. Yeah. And now I'm a little upset about yeah. that. He wouldn't have made my list either. Just it's... barely off of mine. But yeah. it there is that thing where Jack Houston, yeah, in a suit in the Pride Prejudice and Zombies, sure it was a terrible movie, but British military uniform? Yeah. Yeah. Pulls it off. Looks great in it. There you go. American Hustle with Mm -hmm. weird 70s and all the wigs everywhere and stuff. Still great. Yeah. And he does fun stuff. Totally. Richard Harrow, he's in Outlander, which I still need Dave to see. He plays a Viking. He's in the new Ben-Hur. Yeah. As Ben-Hur. As Ben-Hur. So yeah, he's doing pretty well for himself. He's also younger than me. I didn't realize that. Oh, I yeah. He's, he's between you and me and eight, which is crazy. Like, I saw him on Boardwalk Empire, and I just assumed he was, like, 40. 
No. I mean, it makes sense that he's not because you know he's a he was fighting in the war, and so he and Michael Pitt's character become friends, so they'd be right, right around the same age. But I just assumed that he was like forty. No. That he is. Well, he'll be, he'll, he'll be thirty three this year, I think, because I'm turning thirty four this year. <clears throat> he's actually thirty four. Oh, is he? Yeah, eighty two. Oh, so he's a year older than me. Just a year. Oh, okay. Older. Yeah. So that makes more sense. But still, like he's. I knew it was right around my my age. Yep. But I I just assumed he was like 10 years older than me. And uh, he's not. So no. good for him. I guess. For being born in 1982. Jack Houston. And handsome. And handsome. Good for him for being 34 and handsome. <laughs> we have another half of this list to do, Dave. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> well, the second half is brought to you by corn. You probably hadn't thought about corn yet today. But you should be. You should be. Especially considering with what we're talking about, you weren't thinking about corn. And that's corn's problem. And your problem. Everybody loves corn. Everything is corn. Why aren't you having corn right now? You're listening to me right now, using corn. Eat corn. Buy corn. And we're back. So we tried the BuzzFeed quiz again, just out of curiosity. We tried different answers, and the first time we tried with different answers, we got Warren Beatty yet again. Right. But then Sean did it with different answers, and I did it with different answers, and we both ended up getting Sean Connery. So don't take this as the be-all, end-all decider of who your classic Hollywood soulmate is. Yeah, this is probably not... I mean, seven questions is just a litmus test, you guys. Yeah, this is the intro. Yeah, for for a legitimate for legitimate one, you'd have to answer at least like ten. Dear Mensa, <laughs> we need a quiz. So <laughs> spatial relation puzzles and stuff. <laughs> Congratulations, you like Carl Malden. Like, Ooh. oh, interesting. Carl Malden. <laughs> that was that was literally the first classic actor I could come up with. <laughs> That's how my brain works. <laughs> like, sure, he's a good actor and he's done some great things. Yeah. But, I mean, he was even in Seinfeld for a number of episodes. Weirdly enough, yes. Oddly enough. But, like, he was in Streetcar with Marlon Brando and you went Carl Malden instead of Marlon Brando. Yep. Sure. I like it. Great. You may also like my number five pick. Nice. Idris Elba. Excellent choice. Yeah. I don't actually have an era for him. Because he's just handsome. He's been handsome the whole time. The whole time. Yeah, and he makes really fun choices. Yeah, he does. He does stuff like Rock and Rolla, The Wire, but then he also does Pacific Rim. Yeah. He's going to be in the Dark Tower. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, at one point he was talked about being the next James Bond. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. And also, I really like, I don't know what the, the website is that's doing all these charity things, but it's like, you put in a certain amount of money and you can go meet, like... At one point, it was Tom Brady, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. And by putting him, like, the money that you put in to enter this contest, all that went to water.org. Okay, sure. And I can't remember what Idris Elba's is, but actually, I guess it's too late now because we are recording this on Valentine's Day, which yeah. seems pretty fitting. Yeah, it, it really is. But his was, you could be my Valentine. 
Oh. Which was kind of awesome. But did you not see any of these going around? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. I'll have to see if I can find one later. But there was one, like, where he sat in a room with a bunch of kids and asked them what to do on a first date. That's awesome. It was so funny. And their answers were ridiculous. And he he just seemed like he was having a, such a great time with it. He's just... He's awesome. He just he seems such like a, cool. St- yeah, he does. He seems like a really cool dude, and he seems like a chill guy that yeah. you could just hang out with. Yeah, that seems to be a theme for you. Is you it, just like guys that you can hang out with? Yeah, high maintenance. Why bother? Right. Looking at you, Matt Damon. Looking <laughs> at you, I, Matt Damon and Ben. Well, I mean, I never was that into Ben Affleck, but Matt Damon isn't on my list. Is no. he? And he's not on yours. No, he was close for me because I do like Matt Damon, but. I was like, oh, yeah. There was a time where he was kind of the the guy. Yeah. Not so much anymore. I also want to point out that Idris Elba started working after, I think it was during theater school or after, uh, as a DJ in nightclubs under the name DJ Big Driz, and that makes me stupidly happy. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DJ Big... I'm assuming it's Driz or Dries. I'm not sure. Okay. D-R-double-I-S. I'm thinking Driz. Driz would... That sounds more accurate, I think. But he is English, so maybe there's a slang thing that I don't get. Either way. But he was totally a DJ while auditioning for television roles in his early 20s. So, And then he becomes, like, the guy for a couple of seasons on The Wire, and... Yep. He's and Luther. He's Luther. Yeah, like... Yep. Awesome. So, my number five, Idris Elba. Very good choice. Thank you. My number five is higher on Sean's list. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I told you guys we'd get to one. More talking for me. Perfect. Talking about my number four, Mm -hmm. Mr. Rob Lowe. Is it because of the DirecTV commercials? It's definitely because of those. (laughs) But to be fair, he is a super handsome man. And has been since he was our... 18 through our age to now. Like, Like he's always been handsome. The Outsiders. Yeah. Um... Uh, was was he in about last night? He was uh, in one of those like Brat Pack movies. Yeah, I can't. It might remember. be that one. I'm not sure. It doesn't really matter. But then we go like Wayne's World. Yeah. Directv commercials. He's in a he's, bunch of episodes of Parks and Rec. He's super funny. He's so super funny. Funny. Yeah. And I I was listening to a Nerdist podcast with Rob Lowe on it, mm-hmm. and Chris Hardwick made the point that. You are so handsome, you don't need to have this sense of humor. You could easily be a dick. Right. And everyone would be like, well, yeah, because he's rough. But no, he's super funny, and yeah. he's apparently super nice. He loves his kids. He goes surfing all the time. It's he, just He just seems like a really down-to-earth human being. Yeah. And I feel like in the mid-'90s, he kind of got into some trouble doing something, and I can't remember what it was. But yeah. every, like, handsome actor got into trouble in the 90s. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, like, right? Exactly. Uh, and everybody's forgiven him. Yeah. And why not? It's not like... Anyway, yeah, so Rob Lowe, I never held it against him. He just seems like a really chill dude. I, I've liked him since he, I saw him in Wayne's World. I thought he was a great villain in that. Yeah. Villain is a weird well, word essentially. for... He's the antagonist. The antagonist, exactly. Yeah. But his character in Parks and Recreation is literally the best character on TV. Young number two in Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. He's so good in that. Oh, yeah. He was in the West Wing forever. Yeah, he was. I think that might be part of what helped bring him back after his drug and alcohol problems. Yeah, I think you're probably right. So, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's a good one. I never even, I don't even think he grazed my list. I don't know why. 
You weren't thorough enough. I guess I wasn't thorough enough. That That's uh, Mia Copa right there. Yeah. No. Hmm. Speaking of piercing eyes, something that Dave is fond of as well. That is true. Because Rob Lowe. Oh, Rob look Lowe. Look at that, man. <laughs> like, look, I can just get lost in those eyes. Right? As blue as the ocean. See? <laughs> I was a little surprised after we talked about the eye thing. I was a little surprised that Rob Lowe was not on your list. But he's on mine, which meant we got to talk about Perfect. Excellent. That was ultimately the biggest thing, so we could just gush about actors. We were texting back and forth, and obviously we had a couple of overlaps. Oh, yeah. Because it was inevitable. But there was a bunch where I was like, I don't think this will be on Sean's list. Yeah. And you picked Redford. Yep. We'll get 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 to that. We'll get there. My number four is M-Square. Yep. Had to be on here. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, for those of you who aren't Sean and me. And this could be the first podcast, too. Yeah. Because we have talked about M-Square before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, as Rusty, he's not necessarily the most attractive. <laughs> yeah. But when he's driving that Lincoln. Yep. Man. And I mean, like, the thing I like about Matthew McConaughey is that he just seems like a really, again, like a really chill dude. Yeah. Like, he seems like one of the, just the most down-to-earth cool guys who just doesn't let things affect him. Likes to do what he does. Yeah, exactly. All right. And he'll play kind of whatever. Like, at one point, he was Wooderson and Davis Confused, and, like, he's got that awful mustache. That is a (laughs) mustache that I don't love, is the Wooderson mustache. Aw. Sorry, guys. And, like, the, the, like the, the really straight long hair that he kind of combs over to the side, and, you know, there's... It's the early 80s. Yeah. That's in Texas? Well, it's 76 in Texas. Is 76 in Texas. Yeah. 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 So it's, you know, he's got the skin tight pink jeans and there's a lot of, but then you go on and like, just trying to think, cause then he did a bunch of rom-coms, how to lose a guy in 10 days. I yeah. think that was him with Kate. Fool's gold. Fool's gold. Yeah. But then like Sahara is just so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> with Steve Zahn. Right. And. I mean, <sighs> there's some movies where he's not necessarily the most, like, he he, he can ugly himself up, I oh, guess. Yeah. Like, even the Dallas Buyers Club, like, you know, it's... it's Lost a lot of weight for that. He lost a lot of weight for that. He had to look gaunt for that, obviously. Yeah. So... He's really good in it, too. Yeah, he is. Totally deserving of the Academy Award. Yeah. So anyway, like, I just think he's a good dude, and, you know, he's got pretty good eyes, and I don't know, there's something about that Southern drawl that... You know, it's hard sure. not to, to be charmed by that. But also, Matt Damon does a great impression of him. I can't remember on... It's on, like... I don't know which talk show, anyway. He's talking about how, you know, he went up to Steven Soderbergh and kept saying, I think it's time I take my shirt off. And, I mean, the guy looks pretty good without a shirt on. And he's, what, true. like, 50? Now, yeah. Yeah. So, he's in pretty good shape for a guy who's getting, getting up there. I mean, 50's the new 40. Yeah. But, for a guy who's certainly past his physical peak yep anyway yeah so he's a good looking dude all right then Mm -hmm. number three yes was your number five clune tang we both wrote clune tang yeah just in case anybody's wondering and it george clooney again in case this is your first Mm -hmm. visit to our welcome weird place yep (laughs) (laughs) if this is the if this is the first podcast you're listening to of ours thank you for coming but also it's kind of like this all the time, only with less us gushing about 
Dudes. Dudes. Yeah. Well, in this context. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that baseball podcast's coming. (laughs) Dave. It's George Clooney. Yeah. Did you pick an era? No. No? I mean, Danny Ocean. Sure, yeah. Right? Like, he's kind of the penultimate... When when I talk about going gray, because I'm starting to get a little bit of salt through the through the temples, that's the person that people talk about. Like, George Clooney, as he gets gray, I think becomes more attractive. Yeah. And, like, Danny Ocean, where he's starting to get that silver through the side of his hair, just like, it's a good-looking dude right there. Yeah. I went with Oh Brother era. Sure. Which is about the same time. Yeah. So. Yeah, Oh Brother was a couple years before, I think. Just a couple, yeah. Oceans was 2000 or 2001, I think, and then Oh Brother was like 98 or something like that, so... 2000. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, they're like a couple years apart. Remember, because we did our top 10 right. from yeah. then, and Oh Brother is my top from yeah. there? Yeah. So yeah, oh yeah, because 98 was Big Lebowski. Yes. Um, yeah, so they're like within so, yeah, a year of each other, that so era. yeah. But yeah, he just... I don't know. He does everything. Write, direct, act. He's an activist. He was a little smug about it and kind of weird for yeah. a few years there, but he kind of toned that down. He still does everything, but it's not as... In your face? Yeah. He's not talking about it when he's giving acceptance speeches. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to let that hang there. Um. Yeah, so I mean like... Well, there's a South Park reference. Thanks. The, the smug storm? Yeah. <laughs> when they're driving their Prius. I just think we're a little more progressive than some. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's expecting. Mm-hmm. Well, not he. His wife is expecting. Yes. This is not Junior with Arnold and... No, it's not It's not Danny DeVito, is it? Are they in two together? Because they're in twins and, twins and as well. I'm pretty... Sure, I can double check. I thought they were in both together. I can't remember. I know that Twins is Danny DeVito and Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger, but Junior is the one where Arnold Schwarzenegger is pregnant, right? Yes. Yeah. No, it definitely is. Oh. That's Danny DeVito. Okay. Yeah. And Lisa Kudrow? Is that who that was? Uh, Emma Thompson. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. I just saw the poster and it was like, you held it. Was, it yeah, then... it was really quick. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. Um, yeah, so this is, Clooney is not... Sorry, Tang is not expecting himself, but his wife is. Yeah. And apparently that's really big news. Well, sure. Just in the Yay. sense that apparently she's also expecting twins. Her and, yep. her and Bay. Yay. I hate myself for that. How are the Grammys, Dave? I did not watch them. I didn't either. I forgot they were on until... I saw that it was Grammy night, so I texted Dave about how horrified I was we forgot to talk about the Grammys on the podcast last week. Okay, but you know what? It's all your guys' fault, because you never asked us to talk about them, so if you want... (laughs) Gee, I wonder why. (laughs) Because our Grammys podcast last year was just like... Us complaining about the Grammys, and then cherry-picking a few categories and be like, I don't know who's going to win best box set, which was won by Edith Piaf, by the way. Edith Piaf, 19... Uh, whatever, I don't remember when, 1907 to something. Right. That one best box set oh, at the Grammys. perfect. Obviously the Grammy that everyone cares the most about. Obviously, yeah. Why is that an award? I don't know. Uh, they just need to plug in as much as they can, I guess. And they don't show most of them. No. Because the show is mostly about performances, performances. which are poorly sound-checked and 
Yeah, apparently there was some sort of issue with Lady Gaga's Metallica performance with the microphone or something. And yeah, there one of the microphones just didn't work for half of it. Neat. Yeah. So, like... People have to restart songs because they can't hear themselves, and the there's feedback, and uh, I just... I just don't care. No. Congratulations, Adele. Yeah. For winning all the things. Yeah, apparently her speech was incredible. Yeah. Speech is. Yeah. She's just... Splendrific. So sorry we didn't talk about the Grammys. Sorry, not sorry. No. Yeah, we just obviously you guys didn't care. Neither did we. Exactly. So we just decided to talk last week about other things and answered two questions. Yeah. So we did, including a trailer react. Great. Yeah. George Clooney. Yep. My number three. Perfect. Uh, My number three is Hiron Sean's, but literally. His number two, so we can talk about it right now. Steve McQueen. Speaking of eyes. Yep. And just like... Era? Oh. I mean... Probably Great Escape. Great Escape. Yeah. That's like... The Cooler King is my favorite Steve McQueen character, but I mean like that... He had such a... Sh- what? I guess he had a decent career. Yep. But I mean like... It starts with the blob. Yeah. So and wanted dead or alive, I think that was a TV show he was yep. on. Um, and I just f cancer, man. Yeah, right. Like died at fifty, something like that. I think you just wonder what he could have done as an older actor. Yeah, because he, I mean, Sean and I both read his biography. Yep, and like the guy grew up in Baltimore, kind of as a street kid in Baltimore. Portrait of an American rebel. Rebel. Yeah. yeah. Um. And the first part is really interesting before, like, the depressing cancer part. Yeah. But, like, him, when he's on Wanted Dead or Alive and kind of his, his youth and... It was Baltimore, right? Like, he grew up... I, I think he think grew up so. in Baltimore. And, like, kind of a street kid and then just kind of became this actor. But he was always kind of the tough guy. And so he... While he could kind of be charming on, on screen, like, he was kind of a little bit of a thug at heart. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but that also came through in a lot of the things that he played. Everything's behind the eyes. It's energy that isn't being expressed. It's yeah. just being subdued. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, it's like, but yeah, The Great Escape and, and uh, what was the one that, did you mention another one or did you just I didn't. I, yeah. I nodded. Well, I said The Blob, which yeah, was his first thing. I wrote down The Sand Pebbles, which was three years after Great Escape. Oh, okay. And I'm not familiar with that one, but like. Yeah. It's another war movie, essentially. Because okay. uh, he, he and Hoffman were in Papillon, right? Yep. Yeah, so there's that one. There's Towering Inferno, where he yeah. plays the fire chief. There's <laughs> what was the other one that? Oh, Magnificent Mag Seven, Seven yep. right? Like that era right there. Yep. You know, he's he's a little bit older, but not getting heavier yet. And yeah, I don't know. There's just something about the. And he was just a good actor. He was fun to watch. Yeah, he was. <sighs> Dave made himself sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that a few times. The future Emma reference. <laughs> I made myself sad. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what the last time it was in reference to, but I was just like, eh, I just made myself sad. Yep. Somebody laughed at me. I was like, perfect. That's exactly what I was going for. Yeah. What more can you say about Steve McQueen? I have the poster of him on the motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, if I ever owned a motorcycle, it would. I would try to get one. Obviously, it couldn't be the exact one because they're yeah. tricky to find and expensive. But yeah, they are. A Triumph motorcycle, not unlike the one he rides in The Great Escape, because he looked so cool riding it in The Great Escape. Yeah. Like, that's... 
That's fair. Talk about being influenced by your heroes. Yeah, exactly. Who's Bart's hero? Steve McQueen. No, that's your hero. <laughs> oh yeah. I I've got nothing else okay. I can really add to that. All right. Uh, so that's my number two then, right? Yes. Okay, my number two is Brad Pitt. Which was my number seven. Oh yeah, it was on there. I yep. knew that there was one more. Yeah, Brad Pitt, man. Yeah. Like, do you have an era? I went with the Ocean's Eleven era, Brad. Oh, Pitt. okay. Because I went with a little bit earlier, like Legends of the Fall. Yeah, I'm not into long hair it. like you are. Yeah. Well, and also it's just like Tristan, the character in Legends of the Fall. Like, yeah. He's just kind of the the rebellious, but I mean like. I love riding horses, and it is one of my dreams to, like, be able to I'm, – I'm getting a little bit too old to do it now, so I don't think it will ever happen. But, like, to break a horse and, like, take a wild horse and tame it and everything like that. And just – that's kind of the – like, I like that character yeah. because of that. I don't know that you're too old. Physically, it's – like, just getting you bucked off. You do have off, bad like, knees. Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> that's it's just, fair. But, like, there's some guys who could who do it till they're 60, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's doable. It's just I don't know if I'll ever have the opportunity because I don't know okay. if we'll ever get wild horses at our cabin with yeah. the intention of breaking them. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. Like, it, it would be cool, but it's also just not in the cards. Yeah, fair enough. Um, See, and I don't have a horse thing. Sure, you're allergic. So, yeah. Yeah. But also, Ocean's Eleven Brad Pitt, good-looking dude. Like, that's yep. that's Ocean's Eleven era. That's Snatch era. Troy. Troy. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, so he's jacked at that point. Yep. Like, Fight Club, like, all those movies kind of oh, came Fight with Club. right? Yep. Like, they all kind of came on right around that same time. And so same he sort of era. ripped. So he looks good with the shirt off. <laughs> yep. Um, it's fine, Dave. Just just own just, it. Just embrace it. Own just it. go with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... What have we been doing for the last hour? Just, just own it. Just gushing about hunks. Yep. Yeah. Good eyes. Sure. Yeah. And he just seems like he's down to earth. Yeah. Like, my brother... He also used to live close by. Well, that's exactly it. I was just going to say, my brother did a... Uh, he worked on a... Before he got promoted, he was he was working out in the kind of the Foothills area and found, like, I guess um, one of the, the landowners he was talking to lived near Brad Pitt. And, and one day, these guys were out shooting skeet. And Brad Pitt came over and just kind of hung out and chatted with them. Yeah. Like, just because... Why not? Why not? Like... That's what I'd always. That's what you like to hear about people like that. You just like to hear that, yeah. He just kind of came and hung out and chilled and was a really cool dude. And yeah. Asked us questions and. He also produces a lot now. Yeah. Like he works with indie filmmakers to mm-hmm. help make things and non-indie filmmakers. He helps make things that might not get made. Well, and good for him. I mean, he's made enough money. Yeah. And why not use some of that clout to try and help? He was at one point in that position as well. Yep. And so why not use your position to be able to help those who just want to make films and, and he tell does stories? That. Yeah. So how can you not have a crush on him? Yeah, exactly. And at one point, like, when I was growing up, it's like, oh, it's Brad Pitt. He's just a pretty boy. But the guy can act. No, he's a very good actor. Yeah. There's a reason, like, if he wasn't good, he wouldn't have lasted this long. Nope. So. Somebody younger and prettier would exactly. show up. Maybe yeah. not prettier, but. Younger and yeah. Just as handsome. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But he was able to sustain for the last 30 years, because 20 years, 25. Thelma and Louise, 91. Was it 91? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So close to 30 years. Because he's the super young, handsome dude in Thelma and Louise, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the hitchhiker, right? Yep. Yeah. So I mean, certainly he's he. It's coming up on. It'll be what? So that's twenty six years. Yep. Good for him. And he's played a whole bunch of random stuff. And has done things like uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Which is not necessarily like a pretty boy role. Well, no. Snatch. You mentioned Snatch. That's not pretty. No. You can't understand him, and he's just getting punched in the face the whole time, which he's already used to thanks to Fight Club. Exactly. <clears throat> but he had fun with it. Yeah. And that's all that matters. And he does the stuff like Ocean's Eleven. Now, yeah. I'm not the biggest World War Z fan. I haven't seen but... that one yet, but... Yeah. And But everybody does schlock. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind Three Kings, but Clooney did Three Kings. I actually really like it. It's you a might... good movie. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, you compare that to... Syriana or Good Night and Good Luck. Yeah. Or, yeah. And it's not... It doesn't have the same allure or panache that something like that does, but it's still a good movie. And I mean... It is. I'm not... I guess it's unfair to compare Three Kings like, to World War Z. Yeah. Because Three Kings, from what I understand, having not seen World War Z, but having seen Three Kings, like, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's stylized. It's yeah. a David O. Russell film, so he's trying something with totally. it. Totally. And it's an interesting story, and... Yeah. It's got two of my three man crushes in it, so... Yeah, it does. How can I go wrong with that movie? See, when you say everybody does some schlock, my first thought is like, yeah, Snow Dogs, or... That Cuba Gooding Jr. movie I talked about in the worst movies thing, Boat Trip. Oh, yeah. I was, I was going to say Snow Dogs. Yeah. Because no. he was also in that. Yeah. Sure was. Yeah. But, yeah. Eddie like, Murphy did The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Like, there are bad... Ice Cube's done two daddy daycares? Yeah. <laughs> Cheaper by the dozen... What, Whatever. Two for Steve Martin? Like, everybody does something. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait until we see uh, Cheaper by the dozen... The three? Four? Three. Are we talking about the same thing? The Sundance? Jim Jarmusch? Yeah, Jim Jarmusch yeah. is... Of Jim course Jim. I'm talking about yeah. Jim Jarmusch. Just making sure. <laughs> Just making sure. Because <laughs> I thought... I think cheap, uh, Ice Cube is in a cheaper by the dozen, isn't he? It I don't know. might be. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Everybody does crap. Yeah, at some point. At some point. But that doesn't take away from the really good things they do. Exactly. Sometimes you just want to make a, a zombie movie. Yeah. Yeah. And waste $200 million on it. Sure. Hey, Sean... Hey, what? What's your number one? Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, that's pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good answer. He's funny. Yeah. He's stupidly handsome. He's apparently super nice. Sure. He's Australian? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone who, every interview, everybody who ever talks to him is just, he's the nicest dude. Yeah. He just likes hanging out with his kids. He's a good dad. Yeah. But but he's also one of those guys who you go visit him at his house. I was reading some magazine, Vanity Mm -hmm. Fair or something like that. And the interviewer came to his house, and Chris Hemsworth's just like, hey, let's go for a bike ride. So they did. The bike broke down. Chris Hemsworth's like, I got it. And he just fixes it. Because he fixes old cars, and he fixes bikes. And he just, yeah. Just So he's funny, he's handsome, he's handy. The triple threat. Yeah. He was huh. so funny in Ghostbusters. Well, and a year ago when we saw that first trailer and when we had our first trailer react to it or yeah. however long ago that was roughly, roughly a year, a year. Ago, yeah that was what we said was Chris Hemsworth looks like he's going to be the best part of that yeah and it's I know you said that Kate McKinnon was great in it Kate McKinnon and, was the best part in that but, but Chris Hemsworth was awesome and he's, it's he's fun as Thor yeah he does and he does those random did you see the the random 
video that he did for YouTube. I don't remember what it was for. Maybe a charity thing or something. Because he's not in um, Captain America Civil War. Okay. Thor's not in Civil War. Okay. So he did a video of what Thor's up to. And he's, <laughs> he's living with some guy who works in a bank in Australia. <laughs> so he just does that stuff. Well, and what was the – there's the Charlie bit my finger. They did a like yep. a grown-up version of Charlie bit my finger, he and his brother. Yep. I think the first time I ever saw Chris Hemsworth or paid attention to him, because he played um, Kirk's dad in the first in the reboot of the Star Wars. Yes, he did. Chris Pine almost made my list, by the way. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, because yeah, he's speaking a, of eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, and I was like, who plays his dad? And like, it, I was trying to remember because I'm like, that was a handsome dude. And then as soon as we were talking about it off. Uh, before we started recording because Hemsworth was one of the choices in the BuzzFeed yep. category and I was like oh Hemsworth and Sean said oh he's yeah, he's my he's number, number one how could he not be like the guy's a good looking dude yep so yeah I, Cabin in the Woods he's awesome okay you not seen the Cabin no, in the Woods no not yet you really should I think you'd quite like it horror movie yeah. but making fun of horror movies totally like you said Star Trek Rush he plays James Hunt mm. It's that's the Hunt Landa film F one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. With um, yeah, I know, I know the one you're talking about. I yeah. Uh, there's the the guy from Inglorious Bastards plays the other guy, right? Daniel Bruhl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he does. I can't remember what that guy's name is, but it doesn't matter. I know the I know the movie you're talking about. Isn't the the guy you were talking about is Daniel Bruhl? That's the actor's name. Yeah, I was trying to remember yeah. his character name because I know like. Oh, in Inglorious Bastards. No, in Rush. Uh, it does. Mickey Landa? Yeah! Because I said it's the Lauda Hunt. I said Landa. Lauda. Yeah, okay. Yes. It's all coming together. This is great. Yeah. This is terrific, terrific podcasting. He, he he was the best part, Chris Hemsworth, of In the Heart of the Sea, Ron Howard's weird whaling oh, movie. Oh, yeah, okay. He was quite good in it. Okay. And it's just like, yeah, you can be, a, you can be all gross and weirdly lost at sea for months and still be handsome if you're Chris Hemsworth. So, yeah. That's good to know. That is really good to know that if I ever get lost at sea, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm this attractive. Look at that guy. Yeah, I found a picture for Dave. Like, it's, it, yeah. He's just... So, yeah, my number one. And that was an easy choice for me. Yeah. Basically, as soon as we st- as, I, as soon as I sat down to start this, the seven hours of prepped work that I right. did, Yeah. that's a joke, but Still, I did more prep. The vigorous amount of prep that you did. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was just fairly like, quick. As soon as my short list was done, I looked it over and went, yep. Yeah. That was kind of the same for me. That's fair. My number one, in case anybody, as soon as Sean said Robert Redford, and I was like, oh, we couldn't do... My number one's Paul Newman. Yep. Uh, well, who was the actor that you said any... Oh, um, Lawrence Olivier. Yeah. Anytime you see him in it, you're like, okay, I'll watch that. That's how I feel about Paul Newman. That's fair. Yeah. When we finally get around to our list of 100 top 100 movies of all time, three, if not four, if not five Paul Newman movies are in my top 20. Yeah. I love him as an actor. He's got, like, the brightest blue eyes, a great smile. Yep. They talk about uncool hand Luke. He just says, smiling that Luke smile. Like, yeah. He's just a. And. A philanthropist and a race car driver and a good dude. And makes decent salsa. Makes decent. Yeah. 
he doesn't swing that way if we learn anything Homer, on The Simpsons. I'll tell you what I told Redford. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. And they actually got Paul Newman to do it. He just, beginning to end, like, he and Joanne Woodward, like, they, like, he's just, they stayed together for for years. Yep. Like, there was, you never heard anything about him. He was just a good dude. Yeah. Just one of those classic guys. He was on my short list. If this was slightly longer, or if we didn't do what we do with our honorable mentions, he would have probably been an ob- sure. honorable mention for me. Uh, but I also knew that he would be on Dave's list. Yeah. And like I said, back when I was talking about Redford, I'm a Redford guy. Mm-hmm. So there's something for both of us in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Totally. What about Cat in a Hot Tin Roof era Newman? Younger Paul Newman. Um, I, I don't know as much about that era of Paul Newman. Like, I'm more like... Have you not seen Cat on a Hot Tin Roof? You didn't have to watch that in, like, high school or something? No. Tennessee Williams, dude. Like, I know. We talked about Tennessee Williams all the time at university. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I watched... We, we did uh, Streetcar. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... 58, and then, but I mean, like... Go ahead, Luke's 68. Yeah, I know that, but I'm also thinking, like... 67, yeah, okay. I mean, this thing is 73, so it's not... It's five years off of... Cat on a Hot Tin tin Roof. So, I mean, like, it's a little... A little later, but I guess... Yeah, I don't know, Henry Gondorf. Yeah, he seemed older than... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Beginning to end, I just found him, like he's a, he's a handsome dude. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. So that was our list. That was fun. I that actually fun. really enjoyed doing this. Yeah. Kind of ridiculous, but real fun. I hope we get more random stuff. Yeah. Because as we've proven, we will basically talk Any- about anything. Anything but Trump. Mm-hmm. Anything but Trump. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we just want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys from Podcast. Email guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Facebook us at The Guys From. Or take out an ad in Teen Beat Magazine or Seventeen or YM. Really, whatever magazine features hunky men, because if Sean and I have revealed anything today, it's that we have man crushes, and what better place to go see them than any of those magazines? So take out Nat and with, with your questions, and we might find it. Do any of those still exist? I have no idea. I don't idea. even know. Well, there's a Teen Vogue. Is there? I hope there's a Tiger Beat still. Do you remember that? <sighs> yeah, of course I remember Tiger that. Beat. Oh my god. If you enjoy ha- us having conversations like this one... Or just enjoy the guys from podcast in general. Tell anyone you can, any way you can. And the best thing you can do to help us get the word out is to leave us a rating or a review on iTunes. We are available on pretty much everywhere that podcast can be found, including Stitcher, the Blueberry app, Player FM, Two Thumbs Up Media, you name it, we are there. Hey Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? If you like blues and the Rolling Stones, perhaps you should listen to their new album, Blue and Lonesome. It came out last year, so I can't rank it as my favorite album of 2017, but it's really, really good. Cool. So, yeah, check that out. Sean? 
On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this hunky podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every day. Dave writes throwback tracks for Thursdays. We talk about movies, The Simpsons, gaming, you name it, we do it. Where can we find all that again? www.theguysfrom.com. Ah, yeah. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And also, I've probably mentioned it before, I may have even pitched it before, but it is the 31 days of Oscar on Turner Classic Movies. They are doing it alphabetically. This is an excellent chance for you to track down all of those movies that one of us continuously talks about when we talk about films. That's me. It's me. I'm the one who talks about all those. It's totally Dave. I've seen all the movies. How many did you? How many do you think you PBR today? I had Dave sit on his phone and go through with me the next couple weeks. How many do you think you got? Fifteen, twenty. Yeah, yeah. Most of which I have talked about. That's it. Special thanks to the Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also special thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech for our takeout music called Fearless First, as well as today's ad music called Rainbows. Corn! This has been episode 155 of the Guys From Podcast, the Beefcake Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing. It doesn't pay well. I mentioned a few times in the podcast that I had done a whole bunch of research, mm-hmm. and part of that research, I actually found a place that did Hollywood heartthrobs by decade. Okay. There was one that I don't understand, and I was hoping that you, meaning Dave, not the audience, audience, you can chime in if Dave fails. <laughs> I was wondering if you could help me rationalize number one from the 40s. Okay. Humphrey Bogart was number one as far as Hollywood heartthrobs goes for the 40s. Now, I get that Cary Grant, Cary Grant was pretty high, Jimmy Stewart pretty high as well. Sure. But, um... Bogey? Bogart. I'm just looking... Like... Is it the fedora?